and welcome to episode 31 of Into the Podcast. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined with the legend that is Ryan fucking Chitterden. How you doing, mate? Full of energy today, mate. Me Full too. Full of energy. <laughs> You're fucking we're smashing this acting shit, aren't we? It's so good. <laughs> Unreal. Do you love us now, Claire? Do you love us now? <laughs> probably not. No, probably not. Yeah. So tired. <laughs> <laughs> So tired of acting. <laughs> it's more tiring than just being tired. I know, yeah. Fuck's sake, Claire. You do this every week. Um, so, fun. Happy. Good. Yeah. Good writing, yeah? Great, 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 great. Good, mate. Good, yep. good. I'm glad. Uh, Kyle was on the last episode. He was. That was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it a lot, to be fair. It, it, me too. I, I've got to say, Kyle is a fucking natural. He did smash it. it. Didn't he? In most areas. In most areas. I mean, like what? What would you say that he completely, utterly fucked up and it should haunt him forever? Oh, well, you know, perhaps being a bit harsh, but definitely should haunt him till the end of his time. Um, His 60 second recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he did well. He did well when he re-recorded it and read it straight off of uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, uh, but we're not going to put that on but we're not because gonna... he's been there, he's done it, he's destroyed one of my favourite sci-fi TV shows <laughs> of did, all time. I did put it on the end. Oh, Sorry, dick. mate. But I did put a disclaimer before it saying, Carl's a prick. Oh. It was bad, wasn't it? It was bad. But like we said, yeah. we needed that. we needed that to happen because... It's hard to get a recommendation in 60 seconds. And definitely like myself and you know, you have done one live mm. and I guess always do one live and it's really hard. We've had a lot sent in. It's a lot easier when you can it's, just oh prep exactly. and, and you go, Oh, that was a little bit over. I'll re-record it. Exactly. Re-recorded several times, probably. Yeah. And we did, we did put him on the spot. Bless him. He wasn't pre- fully prepared. Was he? It was yeah. a very much a last minute. Yeah. Thing. We did absolutely smash him on it. Um, but like you say, not only did it have to happen for people to understand, it also had to be Kyle's because, I mean, if you're looking at something, the continuity of us ripping the shit out of Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> constantly. Yeah. He is the butt of a lot of jokes, isn't he? So it had to be him. It, yeah. could, it could not have been like Max or it could have been Rich Twiner. Rich Twiner's too perfect, unlike Kyle. What? <laughs> oh, the rivalry continues. <laughs> the rivalry continues, my friend. Um, we actually spent some time with Rich Twiner over the weekend. We did. Yes. We went to a lovely wedding, our friend Iona and Jacob's wedding. fucking beautiful day wasn't it beautiful beautiful weather beautiful people beautiful place did you see how fit you and me were Ah, you know what i didn't i didn't did you not i'll send you some pictures mate oh yeah we look fit i didn't take many pictures i never take pictures when i go out no claire took a couple of us she made your wife made us stand on the grass like we were school kids (laughs) yeah going to prom and she took photos of us it was fucking adorable it was wasn't it yeah and you and me are just oozing over each other because we're matching ties matching ties not quite almost unless you you know unless you look in specific detail josh went to bloody next today and i should have got him to buy me the same tie set as you yeah it's a good set because i got another wedding this weekend as i've mentioned oh yeah so i could really 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 could have done with that there's always tomorrow Josh josh could always go tomorrow yeah josh fuck you where is he josh go tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) you as you told josh Oh, he's in the room. He is with us. What else have we done this weekend? So we had the wedding. The wedding was beautiful. God, I drank so much fucking alcohol. Yeah, me too. I, I was thinking about this the next day, you know. Like, we got there, we bought a couple of pints. Then you get your free drink. Then it's food time. So there's so much table wine, which mm. you obviously smash as much table wine as possible. Yeah. Then it's time for the 
speeches. So you go up there pretending to grab six glasses for the table, but get them for yourself. Oh, yeah. 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 That then, did happen. Yeah. Then at the end of it, they put all the table wine in a separate table, which we just keep running back and forth to. So at this point, it's like we've been drinking for five hours on someone else's dime. Mm. And then I drank so much after that. Un- an unnecessary amount. Unnecessary, isn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. It's a problem, really. Yeah. <laughs> it is a problem. Maybe let's just speak to someone about this. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking this. Um, I can't, just can't stop drinking, it seems. It was it was great. There. And the best thing about it was, I said this to someone, of, for the amount I drank and for the fact that I missed a whole meal, we had a McDonald's on the way, and I do not remember that. Yeah, you said the next day you didn't remember I that. I don't remember. I remember seeing Claire randomly. I remember the, the vows happening and then Claire was there at the end of the night. Every, yeah. Everything in the middle was gone. It's a big blur for me. Yeah, exactly. But I also remember us being the sober ones, which was weird. I don't think we were. There was a lot of drunk girls falling around because I must have had four or five glasses of wine thrown at me. I'm not even joking. My jacket is absolutely <laughs> soaked. I don't know what has happened there. My jacket, I left it on a table and it must someone must have spilt 18 pints on it. It was dripping. The next morning you could still wring it out, couldn't it, you? Could, yeah, it was insane. I can't yeah, I'm gonna I'd take look, it, take it to, to know dry cleaners and I I yeah, God knows. It's probably me. <gasps> we could we could write a short story for the next Oscars, do a animated short of your jackets timeline throughout that night yeah we could do couldn't we you'd have to make it really sad like lava you know in it some jacket wife dies or something you know mm, like so it's a lonely re- jacket a lonely jacket just going to a wed- first wedding on his own yeah, oh yeah you know he's he loves love but he misses love because his jacket wife got and maybe that's goodwill. why it was soaked because he's been crying all oh, night everyone thinks his beer but, but no tears tear. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh God! T- trademark, right. trademark. <laughs> just so no copyright that. Just so right no, now. Just so no one says anything. <laughs> oh, amazing! Yeah. All right. Fuck it. I'm writing this. Yeah. This will be ready for next. We'll get Rich Twiner to read it out. He oh, can yeah, do, he can the, do audible. the audiobook. Yeah. We'll get Drew to do the musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle, he can do a 60 second recommendation <laughs> of it afterwards <laughs> <laughs> to all of his friends. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear, I love you Kyle so much I'm sorry, I don't know why he listens anymore (laughs) We got called out, I got called out by Drew You did, yeah This weekend because We've been giving him, well, you've been giving him some abuse I've been giving him some sass, Anna Some sass And I think the problem is I think it's because I've spent so much time with Kyle And as we said last week, it's not as easy to slag him off when he's there. <laughs> yeah. But I've needed to let it out somewhere. He's a keyboard I? warrior to someone else. Ex- exactly. And, or, or a podcast well, warrior. podcast warrior. And uh, unfortunately, Drew's like the only other person that people know, really, don't they? In That's our like, little podcast universe. Yeah, exactly. So, do, so Drew, it's it's not your fault, it's Kyle's. <laughs> <laughs> um, we managed to play some video games this weekend, which is the first time you've played with me. For well, about on a video game anyway. Three and a half weeks, I about think. About three and a half weeks. Yeah. And it, it was getting ridiculous. It, it was, if, if yeah. I'm honest with you, because I understand you have a life and you're happily married, but what about me? This is true. This is true. I've said this to you before, and I've yeah. also mentioned this to your wife. Mm. What about me? Yeah. I so get that. hopefully you... I'll take that on board. You get your head out of your ass a little bit. You start playing more, because I'll be honest, we played Rocket League because um, Drew's update of COD didn't happen. And you was awful. 
you let the team down. I was streaming, so there were several thousand people watching. Mate, I was doing some fantastic bumps. Backflips. Backflip I for days. What, fantastic backflip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was one of those things of like... Because I was on stream, I couldn't allow myself to get as mardy as I used to get with you. It's like a protective factor. Like, yeah, you can't let the world know how mardy you actually get. So I've got free reign to just piss you off. <laughs> and I've just got to be like, oh, Ryan, you cheeky scamp. When really, I'm fucking so angry. I just Which backflip in particular really got to you? I can't remember. There was just one where... it Was it the kickoff? Where it, was, was... it was the kickoff. And I don't know how you did it, but you managed to backflip the whole length of the fucking bitch. And I don't know how you did it because you can't do that. that. The physics don't work like that in the game. But it somehow happened, and I just see you in the background go, wee. I was having a great time. You were having a great I'd, time. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't do very well, but I was having no, fun. And no, that's, what, that's all that matters. That's it's not the winning. It's the pissing you off exactly. that, 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 that exactly. counts. <laughs> and I had to let Drew have some comeback, didn't I, after... After I hammered him for a couple of episodes. Yeah. So no, no more of that. I love Drew very much. And for those of you that are listening that haven't, hasn't heard Drew Flanagan music, maybe you should pop over to Spotify right now. Oh, yeah. And uh, just give him a little listen because he's got a live album out. He has. We, we've heard the studio album. Well, we bloody that have. on the way. And it's I can't wait for it. I'm absolutely just, delightful. I keep pestering him when it's going to get released. Don't tell him, but I actually played it to someone. So somebody, Ooh. one of my friends, is a big music buff. I... Uh, I let him have a sneak preview. Really? Yeah. Oh, pirated. Pirated. It's like a pirated oh copy. Oh the leak is out already. Exactly. Remember, like back in the day when you downloaded shit off LimeWire. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. Wow. I showed it to someone. Some fuck now, aren't I? You are. So yeah, Spotify. Drew Flanagan music. He's on Facebook. He's on YouTube. He's on everything. Go listen to him because he is delightful and fantastic. And also, I'm gonna put it out there. Sexy. He is, isn't he? He's got massive arms. He's fucking hench, isn't he? He's hench as oh, yeah. It's all that carrying fucking... Go on. Army <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there's an actual name for it there. Yeah. yeah. Carrying oh. carrying the army he is... Back the whole army, yeah. Up the, up the hills <laughs> on his back. That's, do- that's how he's got big arms. Are you okay, mate? <laughs> Take a sip of your lilt. Go on, take a sip. I think you need to help it. <laughs> right. Um, I've done it again, Anna. Yeah, you have. I forgot the eliminator. This eliminator, we've been doing it since the dawn of time. Literally the dawn of time. We started I'm the eliminator. I hate Marvel now. <laughs> we started this eliminator before we started the podcast. And I don't know how it's still going. <laughs> it should have only taken like four weeks. We can't get rid of it. Honestly, oh. we've got one one semi final and the final two. That's it. Two two more episodes. But I we've just... been dragging it out for about eight weeks. <laughs> I think we've already done one in the last month, haven't we? And the worst but... thing about it is we're slagging it off now. But next week we're going to be like so excited. Oh yeah, like, oh that'll be God, the acting coming back the in. The acting's coming out next week. So I'll be honest with you, I can't wait to get to the final and get it out of the way. Yeah, so we never <laughs> have to do it again. We never have to talk about Marvel. <laughs> think about Marvel ever again and the thing is we've spoke about during the eliminator so much like the whole superhero f- fatigue thing yeah this will give you super superhero, superhero fatigue yeah it's like Let double me down you. on my fatigue for marvel now oh. you know what i am i am fatigued of marvel i've not yeah. watched ant-man it's on disney i could go watch it right now yeah now we could just pause this i've still not watched put it, it on disney but i just i've got no motivation to do that i do still want to go see guardians though i'd just, like just, to just see that, that and 
that's a good trilogy. Like, I'm hoping I'm not. I, you like to think it's a good trilogy in its own right. Oh, of Whereas, course. Perhaps I'm not. I do really like Ant Man as a character, but I really didn't like Ant Man and the Wasp. I was the same. I didn't have a lot of interest in it. No. So, but then I've not watched any really of the TV shows. I watched the initial wave, you know, like One Division and Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki. Well, what else has come out since? I've not watched Miss Marvel. No, I didn't. But I watched the first two episodes. She Hulk. It wasn't for me. That definitely wasn't for me. Uh, is that it? Is that it? Hawkeye? Did you watch Hawkeye? I watched Hawkeye. Hawkeye was good. I watched Hawkeye, and I did watch Moon Knight. Moon Knight was fucking bad. I don't care what anyone says. Moon Knight was banging. It felt very standalone though, didn't it? It, didn't, it did. It, you know, you got Oscar Isaac. Just being sexy. And that guy, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. That guy, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. And I really like Ethan Hawke, even though he's just not that great. Do you not think? Ethan Hawke, old Ethan Hawke, was great. Ethan Hawke just does some pretty bad horror films now for Blumhouse. I quite like them. Yeah. Um, Have you watched The Black Phone? Yeah, it wasn't massive on it. It wasn't awful. You know, I love my horror. It wasn't the worst I film I watched ever, that recently for the first time um, a couple of months ago. I enjoyed it. It was a standard Blumhouse horror. Do you know what it lacked? Go on. More Ethan Hawke. Do you Because he, he was like the, the creepy kidnapper guy with the weird mask on and that mask's cool i'm a big fan of masks in horror stuff oh me too yeah i just wanted to see more of him but it was very much focused on the kid uh actually you know what yeah all right i'll stand by on that ethan hawke was just like he was like the side character his character was very good yeah but i so i always wanted more of him maybe more of his backstory maybe seeing him do some of the other crimes it was a, quite a short film i feel like they could have got more of like the mm. horror elements but i suppose that's kind of the whole point of horror isn't it it brings out the, the sadistic in you you mm. want to see the fucked up dude what the shit he's done and not even saying which his backstory like yeah, not as in backstory as in like just his what pro- he's doing like his previous yeah mm. um is it, is it based on Stephen King? I don't know. I don't actually know. There's a book. No, it's not Stephen King. There's a book, though. Apparently, the book's really good. Is it like a short story? Yes. It, yeah, it's it, got it is, that sort of feel because yeah. it's like, like the story itself was quite a small film. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a self contained little story. Yeah, no, it is because I remember when it came out, I looked on Amazon for the whatever it's an omnibus, whatever it is, right. like all of the short stories. But it's really expensive. Yeah. Because Black Phone had just come out, obviously, you probably could have bought it for two quid the week before. Yeah, exactly. But then it came out and it was You're 25 probably about to get quid. It cheaper now. Yeah, probably. Because it didn't, do, I don't think it did amazing, did it? No, it, I'm, I'm surprised it got a major cinema release, actually, because that yeah. sort of film generally doesn't um i suppose blumhouse and ethan hawk yeah would, would do, put that yeah, on a box a lot of people but i've seen people have done 3d printed versions of his mask that you can buy on etsy oh that's cool very cool yeah because it was like it's quite like devilly slash yeah and, he, and it, cha- it interchanged so you had the mouth and the eye piece could be swapped yeah. out so he had different eyes or different mouth expressions yeah which yeah, was yeah. cool that was pretty freaky you can rely on a horror film down to either a mask or, as I spoke about that possum recently, the film was dog shit, really, but the puppet, yes. the look and the feel yeah, of the puppet's yeah, yeah. head was saying. so freaky that it intrigues you, mm. even if the story isn't great. So, yeah, yeah, I suppose that definitely is what kept me going on that film. Yeah. Because the rest of it's just a kid trying not to get killed. Which was all right. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It just was, like I said, yeah. It was, it was what it was. It was what it was. It was. Right, should we get this energy up and do some snacking? 
Yeah, keep the energy going. Because you look hungry, mate. I'm I, not going to lie I am you. not hungry in the slightest. You just cooked me a banging meal. I did. You did. I did. You know what? I was a little bit disappointed with that meal because I normally make it for two. Like, if I ever do it, I like, like do it for me and Josh or me and Bobby or whatever. But I always do chicken and bacon. Mm. And I swapped it out because, obviously, you've been vegetarian. I tried it with halloumi this time. It was quality. It was nice, but just making it for four of us, I didn't get the ratios across. I think it was spot on. Spot yeah. on. Bit better De- than the delicious. frozen pizza we normally get. It was get, me. It? You could make me that again. Now? Maybe an hour or so. Yeah, I'll right, give it an hour. Wait till after this. And we'll yeah, we'll have snacks first. All right, fuck it. Let's do a snack then. Drew, you beautiful, handsome young man who I would never say anything negative about ever again because he terrifies me because, again, massive arms. <laughs> massive. <laughs> massive arms. Army. Carried. Sing us in, baby. Here come Sam and Ryan, listen to them both speak. They've come for hours all with their pop culture critique. But are you even a nerd if you don't overread? So come on, everybody, it's the snack of the week. Again, Ryan, not just snack of the week. Snacks of the week. Oh, we're branching out. We, just, branch- we, we, just, we love food. This doubling up is becoming one of my favourite things, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, sorry. My spikes are very big on the sound today, so if my voice is really loud, sorry, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Yeah, it so, looks fine. I like I like looking at the spikes. The lovely spikes. So I started, I bought these at the same time as them uh, chocolatey puffy things that we had the other day. Oh, the weird ones. The weird what's-it things that I still can't stop thinking about. Really? Mm. I'm just thinking about little moons these days. Oh, little moon! Oh my God, little moons. I don't think these are going to beat little moons. I think anyone's going to struggle. But they do look fantastic. Do they? So what I've got for us, my friend, is a Jertzenka family's wafer. Jertzenka. Said like fucking pro, mate. I love Jertzenka. What the hell are you on about? It, I don't know. It's Polish and I'm not I, I, I'm not very good at wafer. reading things. Wafer. It's wafer with fucking chocolate and cream in it. And they look banging. Let's, and, have and you had one before? Uh, no, but they were cheap. Ah, well. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. So again, we've had this type of thing before. Let's have a look at them. You know, you know what these are. Yeah. They're... Everyone's seen them before. They're a staple. They're a staple at the finger food buffet. Yeah. Aren't okay. they, these yeah. type of things? Um, and I know I bloody love them. And, you know, we're trying to stay away from shit, horrible, crazy things like gummy bears. So, oh, God, the fiery demon. This worries me, you know, because as I went to get the snack of the week out the drawer, I jokingly, ha ha, Sam, you're so funny and full of jokes. I got out the bear <laughs> and I went, oh, Ryan, look. Wee. And you looked me dead in the face and went, oh, we're doing it, are we? Yeah. I'm not. No, we're not ready. The I can't. Instant backtrack that you made. <laughs> Oh, he's so jokey, Sam. Look at him making his jokes. Joke, joke, joke. And oh, no. No, take your fucking joke back and eat that gummy bear, you little bitch. Yeah. Maybe just nibble on his leg. I don't want to. I'm so scared. Nibble on his ear. That hole in my tooth's bigger now. I don't know what I did. Just commit. Put it right in there. Get all the gummy up in that tooth. (laughs) Oh, that's that's gross. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get gummy in my tooth. Right, eat this wafer. Stop talking about gummy bears. It's not we gonna... had a wafer like this before. I feel I like we have. We had another. Did we? A different branded sort of wafer no, I don't thing. I think so. I think we have. Some sort of wafer. Have we? I think we had a wafer. I'm not sure. Because these are very much just like blue ribbons, aren't they? These are blue ribbons, yeah. But, but without the chocolatey outside. Yeah, just plain blue ribbons. Um, we definitely had some sort of wafer before. Have we? A thin one. It had Kinder in it. Oh, them things, the Kinder cards. Yeah, they, they were, were slightly... 
They're different, mate. But the wafer. Yeah, they were still wafer, but they're different. They were different shaped. <laughs> Look, we're only 31 episodes in. I don't want people to know that we're running out of snack ideas. I mean, we could double up on different <laughs> brands. That's fine. <laughs> I had a whisper today and it was fantastic. Gold? No, just a standard. Just a standard. Just a standard. Nice. Well, it was a fucking delightful whisper. Mm. You forget sometimes, like, you know, because it's like, it's only two mouthfuls of whisper in it. Let's be yeah. honest. So when that first mouthful went in, I was like, oh, yeah, cheers. Um, a friend at work sort of passed it to me. I was like, oh, bro, in my mouth. And immediately just mel- started melting. Melting the mouth. I was like, oh. Oh, and I had it. I had it, my friend, with a Fanta fruit twist. Ooh. Oh, now I love a Fanta That's fruit naughty. twist. That is a naughty drink, in it? Naughty combo, that. Yeah, yeah. And I loved it. So, so we need these fake blue ribbons. Yeah, I see these fake blue ribbons. They're quite thin, actually. Uh, not as thick as a blue ribbon. No, they're not. They are very thin. And this is why they're different to the Kinder cards. They were also thin. Shh. <laughs> Stop fucking ruining my day. <laughs> you bully me worse than Sam bullies Drew and Kyle. Right. Quite dry. Give me a moment. Okay. That's a good 15 second silence. Waiting for the flavour to come. Is yours come yet? No. No, mine not either. Is your mouth drier than the Sahara Desert? Yeah. Yeah. It's um like a blue ribbon. But shit. But shit. <laughs> and not covered in chocolate. Like a blue ribbon minus the only good ingredient on a blue ribbon. <laughs> we thought this was a fucking good idea. Fucking hell. I miss those other things that we had. The Kinder... Card. Can, should we get Kinder Cards again and just call them something else? Yeah. You've gone for a second, though. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, we don't taste of anything. It's basically like not eating anything. Wait, it a, this is like eating celery, mate, minus calories. <laughs> it's so dry and crusty. Well, I've coughed loads of it onto the mic. Lucky for you, mate. Into the podcast, biggest fan. The Ginger Jedi herself. The Ginger, ginger Jedi. Ginger Jedi 95, so to speak. She bought us... Shaken Udder Choco Lush Milkshake. Oh, that looks immense. Now, let me tell you something, mate. Not just made with chocolate. Not just made with chocolate. Made with fucking Belgian chocolate, mate. No way. Yeah. The best of the chocolates. So what I'm going to do is, right? The best do is, country for chocolates. The best no country for chocolate. Men. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to open this. I'm going to pour as a glass. Okay. And then just before I drink, I'm going to take a bite of that shit wafer so my mouth is stupidly dry. So you really get to appreciate really it, washing it down. That wafer with... is basically a cl- palate cleanser, isn't yeah, it? Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So let me get... Oh, that is oh, a... it's thick. Oh, thick that, oh. milkshake. Mm. Oh, that is thick. Very thick. Thick. With two Cs. <laughs> <laughs> right. That looks good, though. It does look fucking banging, doesn't it? Oh, shit. (laughs) Right. Shaken Udder. Choco Lush Milkshake made with Belgian chocolate. Mouthful of fucking... Liebenstiebel. Oh, no, that was a new week. That was was a different episode. (laughs) (laughs) Come back. (laughs) I'm cracking my mouthful of this shit wafer. Go on, then. I'm just going to do it dry. No. Straight. Right. I'm cleaning the palate. My mouth tastes for fuck all now. Yeah. How dry is your mouth? So dry. Mm. Mm Now time for the shaken udder, my friend. Yeah, cheers. Oh, 
That's rich. That is Belgian, that, isn't it? <laughs> that is Belgian. That is fucking Belgian. I drank some of Belgian. It's definitely that. I said, when she passed it to me, I went, oh, chocolate milkshake. She went, yeah, it's better than chocolate milk. <laughs> I was like, there you go. That's all well, we need to yeah, know. That's the standard. That's all we need to know. As long as it's be, better than chocolate milk. Choco milk. Um, weird aftertaste. What's that? Or is that the wafer? That's going to be a weird aftertaste. Mm. Kind of reminds me of some sort of alcoholic drink. I just got that. A bit like... um. Like a coffee liqueur, maybe? Mm, yeah. Or like a... I can smell like a hint of like... Amaretto? Vodka or something or in the background. Disarano? Like I don't ba- know. Like a chocolate Baileys type. Mm, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Has it got alcohol in it? I don't know. Charlotte, does this have uh, alcohol in it? Because I can never tell with you. No, it's just... I'll tell you what it is, though, mate. I'll tell you what it fucking is. Gluten-free and vegetarian. It fucking is. It fucking is, mate. That's what that taste is. The lack of gluten. The lack of gluten. (laughs) But bloody nice. Very nice. Mm. Strange aftertaste. Weird aftertaste. The aftertaste is of alcohol, and we fucking love alcohol. But then again, that could just be the the, flashbacks from the weekend. Yeah, the the pretty much constant alcohol that we have in Mm. our body. Doing really well. You'd not drank for a few weeks before that, to be fair. Trying to cut out, I mean. Trying yeah. to cut it out. Because you're getting fat in it. I am. Sorry, did you want me to do something? I wanted to keep <laughs> talking because I had a mouthful of drink. Yeah, I know. I just like watching you in silence. <laughs> you just stared at me whilst, stared at whilst I did the keep going you, you signal keep, with my hand. God, we haven't practiced. I forgot what the signals mean. I thought that, I thought that would be star- silent and stare at me. I have done that signal to you so many times over the last 31 episodes. And every time you stare at me and go, what? <laughs> right. On air now. This means say something. Or keep okay. going. Keep okay. conversation going. Okay. Right. Okay. I need training. Right. We're going to test this again. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ch- chocolate milkshake. Um. Uh, yeah. Chocolate milkshakes. Nice. Did you enjoy that, Sam? <laughs> Yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, was that good? Was that good? Did I, did I do it right? You're fucking natural at this. <laughs> You're replacing me with Kyle, aren't you? That was about as good as Kyle's sixty-second recommendation. That was <laughs> bow density. <laughs> Kyle, I love you so much. I really do. Got nothing bad to say about you at all. I'm going to stop this constant bullying towards you because I'm not that guy. We're not that guy. No. Z- you shit at 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> right, what's next? What we got? What are we talking about today? Bring it down, Ryan. Oh, we're getting serious now, aren't we? I know we, what we're going into. We are getting serious now. Okay. I just did a bit. I apologise. Okay. 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 Get it out. We've just had fun. We've just drank the chocolate. We've eaten the sand. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to talk about something very sad that's happened. A death. People are going to think we're joking now. We're not. We're not joking. No, the we're de- not. The death of a fantastic actor, Ray Stevenson, sadly passed away yesterday. For us, you told us live, live on Rocket League stream. I did. Yeah, that Ray Stevenson had just passed away, mm. and it was very sad. So by the time everyone will have heard this, by the time it comes out, because it's Tuesday now, so he died a, a week ago. For you guys else, listening. Yeah. Um, but. 
Some celebrity deaths hit you a little bit different. This is exactly... I'm glad you said that because that's exactly how I've been feeling about this. Like Ray Stevenson is one of those actors that probably... We, we'll say his name now and I bet most of the listeners will go, who? A lot um, of people said that, haven't they? And he's one of those actors that's... He's in so many things. He's in so many massive franchises. Very rarely is the lead. Yeah. Um, and... He's just, he pops up everywhere. So I think if you if he's in something you love, you automatically know who he is. Um, so yeah, but I know, I'm glad you said that because I, f- I feel like this one shocked me quite a lot. And I don't know why, because I'm not the... I enjoy him in everything he's in. Mm-hmm. I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm a diehard Ray Stevenson fan. I've always enjoyed him. I think... I don't know why it's hit me a little bit. <coughs> I think it's because he's just a staple, isn't he? Yeah. You know if you see Ray Stevenson in something, you're going to love it. You go like, oh yeah, it's Ray Stevenson. He's great. Even yeah. again, he's just a fantastic side part. Yeah, that's it. And maybe it's because I, he was in a lot of stuff when I was growing up. Because I can remember it, one of my sort of guilty pleasures is the King Arthur film from like two thousand four, the Clive Owen one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he's in that. He plays one of his knights. Um, I think that must have been the first thing I saw him in. And then he was in the TV show, the HBO TV show Rome, which he is was, quality. Yeah. And he plays. Pro- kind of the lead, even those massive characters, him and Kevin McKidd, they're like two fictional characters, a bit like Forrest Gump. Yeah. It's like two fictional characters set in like a real, interacting with real historical figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like Forrest Gump does, he bumps mm-hmm. into everyone famous. So he was great in that. So maybe as a kid, I've always known who he is, some like a kid growing up, and then he's just one, someone that you recognise and everything. Oh, it's Ray Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's maybe shocking as well because... I, not very old, 58. 58 years old. No age at um, all. And we don't know anything about his death as it stands. All we know is he was taken to the hospital whilst filming in Italy. Oh, he, was he? he? Yeah, he came down very poorly and he got rushed to hospital and passed away, bless him. That's all we know so far. Four days before his birthday. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Um, he's one of them. He's like, I, I mean, I literally don't know anything about his personal life, so I don't know if, if he's like been like a, you know, like an alcoholic or a drug addict yeah, or, or anything like that. He doesn't seem like it because he always looks like he's in great shape and great looks shape, after himself. Um, so, and I think it, it's kind of so for me. I get quite attached to characters and yeah. especially actors who play characters. Now, The Punisher is one of my favorite characters of all time, mm-hmm. whether it be in the graphic novels on TV. It was very weird. So before uh, John Bur- uh, John Bernthal was yeah. the Punisher, we had th- two Punishers prior to Ray Stevenson. We had Dolph Lundgren and uh, Thomas, Jane. Thomas Jane. Now, whereas Warzone wasn't overly liked by people, Warzone was nowhere near as good as a Thomas Jane one, but definitely a better depiction of the Punisher. Right. Because the Tom Jane one was... A revenge story about a family man who lost his kid and he's just uh, lost his kids and his family and whatever, and he's out for revenge. Yeah. Whereas Warzone is that sort of neon noir type film, right? Yeah. And he's just fucking nuts. He is the Punisher. He's snapping his own nose back into place. He's blowing people up with rocket launchers. Like he is a fucking savage. Yeah. And that's what the Punisher was. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what the Punisher was. From everything I've read, from everything I've enjoyed of him, that's what I wanted to see. And whereas Thomas Jane was great, and I love that film, it was just a revenge story. Yeah, so, so it's very much easy to side with him, definitely. So Warzone has a very special place in my heart, even though it's not the best film, solely for that. Yeah, 
And because I've got such a connection to The Punisher and I've got a connection to that film, everything I saw Ray Stevenson in after that, it was, there's my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden. And that's- there's my boy of a sort of underdog film that people don't overly like that I really enjoy. Yeah. So all of a sudden, he's not an underdog actor, but to me, he is. He played an underdog. He, he played one of my favorite characters in an underdog film that he's the underdog actor now to yeah. me. And that's why I love Ray Stevenson. I think that's why it hit me yeah. a little bit harder when you said, I was like, oh, fuck. I, I, I had anything. that with that character connection with his character in Rome, Titus Pullo, who's like, uh, he's, he's mad because he's like the fictional character and he just plays like a Roman, like legion, like legionary, like a Roman soldier. Yeah. And obviously he's interacting with like Julius Caesar and, you know, uh, Mark Antony and like Cleopatra and all mm. these insanely huge historical figures that everyone's heard of. Yet he seemed bigger than all of them because he was such like, I think that was his presence. He had such like a larger than life presence. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Have you ever seen the film that he was in called Outpost? No, I haven't. Which was him and Richard Brake, who is another one of my favorite actors. I love him. He's yeah. in loads of like horror films and stuff. Um, no, it's one of those films that I used to always see on like Netflix or something like that and always wanted to put on. Yeah. So it's one of those it. films. It's like a proper B movie horror where yeah. they, they're like mercenaries in like Eastern Europe or something. And they get like a tip off about a bunker. Um, it's supposed to have like gold in it or something like, like that. No, yeah. or is it, they get paid. They get paid by someone to go and escort this guy down into it and anyway basically they start getting attacked by like zombie like nazi zombies or whatever it is that yes. were like buried in that area yeah 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 and it's just a mad mad film but it's like a, so it's not it's there's action in it but it's very much a horror film yeah i think it was my i think it was my old man who told me that because he loves all shit like that yeah and i love that it's sort of like last man standing you know they're all just sort of like trying to defend this outpost from like hordes of the undead it's like it's just a fun film yeah and you you need that from time to time, don't yeah. you? Someone you love, well, two people you loved, in just a random, yeah, just a horror random that you've got to put no attention to. You yeah. can just enjoy it for what and it is. And most people go, oh, that was a shit film, but you enjoy it for what it is. What do you want? Oscar nod? No, a film's got to be fucking Oscar winning, has it? No. No. Screw you. It's our podcast. We'll like Outpost if we want to. Yeah. And I do. Yeah, I've, got exactly. it, I've actually got it on DVD. Have you? Yeah. You've got everything on DVD. I have a lot of DVDs, yeah. They take up a lot of room. Yeah, I uh, I was trying to it's find a bit of a problem. I was trying to find the speakers that I leave at your house the other day. He was like, "Yeah, third drawer down." Every drawer was just DVDs. Yeah, every they, single they were drawer. in that drawer. I told you though. Were they? They were under DVDs. Oh my god! I only left them there a few weeks ago, so you must have got more DVDs. Well, I've been sorting that room out, and I've been sorting uh, that yeah, second yeah, room yeah. out. I've moved it all around. I've changed the feng shui. It's looking sexy. In yeah, there. thanks. I've got all my Comic Con pictures up on the wall now. Yeah, you have. Me and Michael Bean. You know, it's. I'm, you and Sean Astin's behind the TV. Sean Astin can go, yeah. <laughs> go in the bin. Behind the TV, that's Sean. Where that's go. where you can go. Yeah. <laughs> be grateful. So I can only see you when I'm stood up kind yeah. of close to the TV looking at Michael Bean. Yeah. And then when I look, oh, there he is, look. Oh, yeah. There was that nice. other guy that was there yeah. when Michael Bean was there. Made me wait for ages. Bastard. Yeah. Anyway, back to Ray. Ray. Um, to Do be fair... So go on. No, I was going to say my second favourite... Um, role of his after the Punisher was the book of Eli. I love the book of Eli. I think it's such a great film. I really can't remember. I've seen it once. I think probably not long after it came out and I really can't remember it. Yeah. It's, I, I loved it. I thought it, it had everything I needed in it. You're right, everything yeah. I needed in it. And he, Denzel is in it. Den, and Denzel, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, obviously Ray, um, post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Uh, 
they're kind of that after this secret book that's gonna is it like save humanity or whatever um and they're all chased around for it there's oh uh, tom waits in it as well yeah i fucking love tom waits and it's just some really cool scenes like um trading really expect like he trades an i like an ipod old school ipod mm. for some kfc hand wipes so he can have a shower I literally just have yeah. a wash. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Shit. I do like, remember really that. really cool scenes like yeah. that. But Ray Stevenson plays like the right-hand man in it who's just badass. Yeah. I loved him in that film. Mm. I'm going to rewatch that, you know. I'd like to rewatch it because I really, really can't remember we'll rewatch it. We'll rewatch it and have a chat about it because I, I loved it. And mm. I love the post, post-apocalyptic sort of scene in, in a film anyway. Yeah. Love Tom Waits. Love yeah, his yeah. music. He's just a crazy old man, isn't he? He is. Tom Waits. I've got a love about him. He's nuts. He is. He's but, in a few films, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he pops up every now and then. He pops up quite a lot nowadays. Yeah, he seems to have... Um, I think he's still doing a bit of music, but he seems to be more down the the film route. Have you ever seen the interview with, it, with him where they say it's where... Heath Ledger got his inspiration for no, the Joker. No, I I'll show you after this. So if, if you guys listen to this and you're interested, just type it in on YouTube or on Google. There is an interview with Tom Waits on some British interview show. And he's just, he's just fucking madman. Is he? He's mad. He's smoking these fags and he's like, just putting them out and putting them in his top pocket. And yeah. it's just the way he talks. It's so much like Heath Ledger's Joker. Wow. I'm definitely going to have to watch yeah, that. Yeah, it's... Um, speculated that's where he got it from that's there's, cool there's another interview of him. that's a cool little reference oh, yeah. that there's there's a uh there's another interview with tom waits as well a bit like when he's a bit of an older bloke where they're discussing his new album but he does he says i don't want to talk about my album because he just bought an antique rat trap that, right. he, that he took in with him no one asked him to yeah <laughs> and yeah. he just talks about this antique rat trap until the interview's over <laughs> that's cool the bloke's quality. nuts man i love him i love him to pieces he must be getting on now oh god yeah he must be i'd say late 70s early 80s yeah gotta be long 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 fucking career that man good for him yeah fair play but yeah massive rest in peace to uh to Ray Stevenson. Yeah, I think most people would know him from Marvel these days because yeah, he, he is Thor. Thor the, he's in the Thor films. He plays one of Thor's friends. I can't even remember his character's name. It's like v- Veloc or v- is it something with V. Yeah, he's basically the one that looks like a Viking. Big beard. Ginger. Long, ginger, long yeah. hair. Gets killed by Hela, as they all do in Ragnarok. Spoiler. But he's in all three of them, isn't he? Yeah, he's in all three, yeah. All his friends are. They're just quite oh, minor roles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, at least he can say he took part in one of the best Marvel fight scenes. And it's controversial. From in- the fir- interesting From chat. the first Thor film, when they fight the Frost Giants, like Kyle was saying this last week, actually. He was, wasn't he? That yeah. is a quality, quality fight scene. It's like pure fantasy rather than superhero-y. Um, yeah, I don't overly remember it because it's Thor 1. Yeah, the rest of the film it goes downhill massively, but that is actually a really cool fight scene. You mm. get all the different ca- like the characters. It's almost more like a D&D adventure because they're all like these weird, like quirky characters. You've know, got like him with the big axe and stuff and the guy like with his posh sword and there's like the Japanese guy. Oh, I love that stuff. guy with a posh sword. Yeah, He's like, so you know, all, so it's quite cool. And then like Loki's like the magic cast, like spellcaster and stuff. It's more like D&D than it is Marvel. But yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so alright fair enough he he made well he made it twice into the Marvel Universe not the yeah. MCU but into the Marvel yeah. Universe one of them didn't go down too well but you know what Ray up there you beautiful man it went down well with me yeah that's all that and matters and let's be honest that's, that's all that matters yeah that's it that's that, it so that went down with me and Outpost went down well with Ryan yeah so I might stick that on later yeah fuck it let's do it together let's do 
go home, put it on. We'll play it at the same time. Do a little watch party. Do a little watch party together. We'll just talk about how sexy he is and how much we're going to miss him. Mm. But there is good news. Ray Stevenson is the main protagonist in um, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah. So, antagonist. Antagonist. Sorry, not. Yeah. Bad guy. He's the bad guy. That's the one. He is like an evil Jedi, I think he's yeah. playing. Yeah. So that's fucking. So he's got two things coming out. I did make a little note. So he's got um, Ahsoka, where he's playing Balan Skull. He's also got a film coming out called 1242 Gateway to the West, where he plays a Hungarian priest stopping the Mongolian army invading Europe. Wow. Mate, you should see the poster for this thing. I bet it looks nuts. It's it's straight to DVD. It's it? straight to the £5 bin, yeah. yeah. It looks so bad, but... He was in RR and RRR. He was in RRR. He played like some eccentric um, British general, didn't he? Something like that, yeah. He looked so cool in it. I was looking at the pictures today. Yeah, Oscar Um, winning film. Yeah, Oscar winning. Was it best like original song or something? it was the music. But we're not saying that. Oscar winning RRR. Yeah, that's all that matters. We watched that live. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to hear us listen, watch that live, go back and listen to the Oscar episode. episode. And uh, let's, but we do need to remember Suicide Squad is also Oscar winning because of his music. Let's move on. <laughs> so just a few things that um, Ray Stevenson has been in then. So obviously we mentioned the Thor films, RRR, Book of Eli, Punisher Warzone. He's in Divergent. He's in The Other Guys. Yes. Which is such a fucking banger film. And King Arthur. Loads of TV stuff. Yeah. He's so, in Black Sails. He plays Blackbeard. He was in Black Sails. Yeah. Which is something I need to go back and watch. Again, I really I enjoyed it. it. It's one of them where I, when you're watching it, some of the episodes are a bit naff. So it's not it's not like an absolute classic show, if you know what I mean. It's not it's, it's not, Amazon original, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not one of them where it's like the greatest show you've ever watched, but you go on such a journey with the characters. I feel like by the end it's like it was one of those where I was emotional when it finished because I felt like so much had happened and you've been on such a journey and when you're actually in the thick of it you're like well it's all right it's all right yeah. but come to the end of it you don't want it to end you, you want to see more of whatever they're doing it's yeah not, you, for example you're breaking bads where massive shit happens a lot this is just things happen bits happening but constant going along seeing how they come out the other end of it and just yeah yeah great but then i also it. got that when when i finished smallville and smallville's terrible never watched that no interest in that me and my friend John watched all ten series in our third in my in our third year of uni. Oh, look at you! Yeah, it's more than that. Superman, isn't it? Yeah, well, Clark Kent Clark because Kent. he's before he's Superman. Wow, wow, wow! That was a commitment. That is was it, one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Is he life. Superman in the f- show? Sometimes, but not really. <laughs> Bear in mind, this is like Clark Kent in the early years. It's a show that ran for ten years, and he's still not Superman. That was so why it was just such a frustrating show. It, it was one of those shows where you'd have one episode come out and it'd be an absolute banger, and you'd be like, "This is class! Like, I'm I'm all about this. Let's get the next one on." And then the next four or five episodes would be absolute garbage, like some of the worst telly of all time. You're like, "Fuck this! I'm not going to watch anymore." But then they throw in another quality episode. You go one more episode and right back in. I hate it when they do that. And then that's what it was like. But it's just a ridiculous show because Smallville is the little town that, you know, where the meteor crashes. um, Where Kal-El is 
as in like falls when down, he, yeah, yeah and he, from, all the kryptonite's there. So, yeah. so kryptonite's in all the town and it's all used for everything. So like, you know, it's one of those shows where it's like a villain of the week type thing. It's like, right, oh, okay. this week, you know, someone used kryptonite to help feed her bees and now she can control bees and it's literally like oh my god like like she's a villain like a super villain do you know what i mean that controls the bees and then one episode someone makes chewing gum out of kryptonite and then he can turn to like mr fantastic and stretch everywhere and then the next week they put pet like kryptonite to make petrol and then the car goes evil that sort of shit Oh, that sounds dog shit, mate. So, I, I, I am bored listening to you so talk about shit. it. <laughs> but then they throw an episode in where it'd be like Lex Luthor and Clark Kent do something, you like, and it's like more Superman, you like, that was yeah, quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michael Rosenbaum is in that and he plays Lex Luthor yes. and he is actually class. He's really, really good. He's the sort of person that he's. He's really trying in a very bad show. <laughs> yeah. But they're the sort of people that make it work. Of course, absolutely. Because without that, you'd be like, well, what's the point? Yeah, at, at least the characters are likable. It's a stupid, ridiculous show. But like in Tom Welling, who plays Clark Kent, you know, you, you are sort of rooting for him. Yeah, and like, yeah. Classic American show where everyone is stunning as well. Of course. Like, the nerds yeah, yeah, are just yeah. like supermodels with glasses, with glasses on. <laughs> and their hair is up. Yeah. It's, but as uh, soon as they take that pen out of their hair, mate, and oh, yeah. wiggle their hair, you know, they turn up to prom. No one's invited them to prom, but yeah, hair's down now, tits are out, and everything's fantastic. Exactly. And the cool kids are like, oh my God. Oh my God. Well, That's real life, isn't it? I think so. That happened at my prom. I just turned up with my hair down and my tits out and everyone loved me. Yeah. Yeah. So You're a very lovable guy. Yeah. Lex Luthor, that's a weird one because uh, who thought Jesse Eisenberg could make a good No Lex one. Luthor? No one ever thought that. <laughs> and do you know what? No one thought that beforehand. And you know when they played him? Still no one thought that. Why? Everyone Why? Thought, yeah. Not Why? Even, oh, God. That D- was... Didn't in that show... Right. So let's get this right. Lex Luthor... Didn't he become evil in the show because... No, did he become evil in the comic books because he went bald? Or something like that? I can't really remember. Like, did, the did comic have... books are so old, though, yeah, aren't I'm they? Yeah, I'm sure it's something random as fuck. Like, like, Lex Luthor's character went bald and was just really pissed off about it. It's either that happened in the comic book or that's what they did with Jesse Eisenberg and it didn't work. Mm. Can't quite remember. But, my God, why? Why would you do that? That actually thinking about it is annoying me. Do you want to know a random story? Yes, please. A little, little, a little, little, a little nugget into my life and Go my on. psyche. When I was watching Smallville, yeah, me and John, as I've said, you doing that thing? Do you need want me to? You didn't do the signal for me to carry on talking. Oh, sorry, you, carry on. All right. I mean, you are you're having you, a drink. You oh. are you you are talking. Oh, so you right, may as okay. well carry on. Okay. So I thought it was any time you have a drink. <laughs> I'm still not sure on the rules. <laughs> Go right. Anyway, um, um. What was I saying? Uh, John. Lex, John, me and John were watching Smallville, third year of uni. Mm-hmm. I was losing my hair. I was only 20. Hair was falling out badly. And... Which is weird because it's luscious now. Well, it is on my chin. Um, <laughs> on my, my back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's a very uh, emotionally distressing time for a, for a man when he's losing his hair. You've got thick hair, so you're all right, but you've not gone through that. But not yet. it's a lot of... It's traumatic. I like, bet it is, because you had lovely hair before I had as well. Yeah, I had thick, long hair. But And John was losing his hair at the same time as well. But for me personally, seeing 
Michael Rosenbaum, who was not bald in real life, but he shaved his head every episode. Like mm-hmm. literally had to do it. I read it. Like he had to shave it twice a day just to, so it was like no stubble, nothing. To the skin. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a good looking guy. Oh, he is. Yeah. And yeah. he's like slim and, and he was bald. And he was actually the first person that thought that actually gave me a bit of confidence, thought I could go bald and I shaved my head. And now look at you. And now I've never looked back. Never looked back and you're bloody gorgeous. Thanks, mate. But and, that's, a, that's a true story, that. And what about John? Did John feel the same way? Did you I have think this conversation so, yeah. With John? I think, yeah, we did, we did used to talk about it. Yeah, because John is also a handsome boy. John looks like you, just further up in the queue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right in the front of the queue. <laughs> yeah, so it worked well. So because of Michael Rosenborn, you I'll, two I, are both really gorgeous he, men. He was supposed to be at Comic-Con. This, what, Wales? Yeah, yeah, was but he, he cancelled last minute. You could have told that story. And I, I would have told him that story. I started listening to his podcast as, All right, as okay. well. He's got a podcast, Inside of You, and he has guests on every week, and they're incredible guests. Um, what, he, like Kyle, Drew, Max, Claire? Not as good as that. Okay, so not top tier then. Not top tier, but like mid-tier. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So like this week, I think it was Frank Grillo was on. Very mid-tier, yeah. Um, God, he's so sexy. But he's sexy. But he's like mid-tier ones are some of the best ones because you listen to it and because they're not A-listers, they're not like being all like PR or whatever. They're just yeah. they're talking about their real lives. Yeah, yeah, of Michael course. Bean was on. That's what... So I flicked through when I saw Frank Grillo was on it because it popped on my Instagram. Flicked through. Michael Bean was on it like two months ago. Madness. And he's talking about his life. He had like, like alcohol issues, like had a stroke and everything. Like horrendous stuff. Um... But like really like, but as well as awesome stories about his life. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You yeah. know, like Robert Patrick's on there, like loads of like cool ones. Um, but what I was, what I thought was quite nice is he acknowledged. I started listening to Frank Grillo one, and he acknowledged that oh, I was supposed to be at Wales this weekend. I'm really sorry to everyone, like all my fans, because it was like a family emergency. I couldn't get out of it. I'll definitely rebook and stuff. And I was like, that's quite nice to acknowledge that. Oh, absolutely. On like a yeah. public forum, because yeah, people cancel all the time, last minute when you've already booked tickets. Because a few people backed out of that one as well, didn't they? Yeah, that's what I mean. And if you've like pre-booked, it could be the whole reason you go in. You could be. Cross country, yeah, a seven-hour drive to go see one person, yeah. But day I want, before, yeah. So if Michael Rosenbaum goes, I will go up to him and I'll tell him that story about how he gave me confidence to be bald. That is a beautiful, beautiful story. It is, and he'll be there listening to it with a full, like, full head full of hair, head of hair. <laughs> mocking me, be like, "Oh, I'm so glad." Whilst he flicks his hair back and forth, it'll be twirling, it. twirling it. Yeah. yeah, probably be like dangling in my face. <laughs> Like, fuck's sake. Oh, I've got all your hairs in my mouth yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> Michael. How do we get onto this? I don't know. R.I.P. Ray. Bye, Ray. That, that's where we was. We love you, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So let's bring it back up then, shall we? Because <laughs> that was sad. Other people died this week, but we're not going to talk about them. No, that was probably not. No, no, that's not okay. Uh, I'll tell you what we did get this week. A fucking 60-second recommendation done properly. Did we? Yeah, we did. Actually, that's a lie, Kyle. I've done it again. I'm sorry. I reverted back to old me. Your 60-second recommendation was hard because the guy who did it for us this week, he's gone a bit different. Really? Different again. People keep going different, don't they? Nice. You know, we had Rich Twiner give us uh, things not to watch. Yeah, he did, yeah. We did, which... And I've not watched it. Exactly. So we did exactly as he said. It's worked. We've had we had Drew bring a book. We had Claire bring music. We had Kyle brought bone density and <laughs> blood pooling. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah. So we've gone different again. So should we get Drew back in? Let's get Drew the back handsome in. Handsome 
beautiful man that is Drew, who I love very dearly. Um, Drew, sing us in, bitch. I mean, baby. 60 second recommendations into the pod shortest presentation. Music, film, even serial. 60 seconds recommending. Listen close, it's not never ending. Time is short. Time is so short, Ryan. It really is. It's, it's so short. It's like scarily short. It is. Why are we whispering? I don't know. <laughs> Drew did it. Drew did it. I really liked it. He's got a lovely voice. Yes, and I just yeah. had to get involved. So, a 60 second recommendation by a returning customer by the name of Matt Heaton. Hello, boys. Two in one. First, Hot Ones on YouTube. Uh, basically, it's a guy who interviews really big celebrities whilst eating increasingly hot hot wings or cauliflower wings if they're vegans or vegetarians. It's incredible. Like You get to see these celebrities in such a vulnerable state. But at the same time, this guy who... Oh, I had no idea who he was until watching, watching his hot ones. is such an incredible interviewer of these stars. He knows exactly what to do. Um, I won't go into much more detail than that because it, it sells itself when you watch it. The other thing is I watch that and think, oh, I can do that. I could eat that hot sauce. I can't. I went to Chuck Fest. There was a hot sauce stand and you could try them. I went for the hottest one that there was that I could actually try. I nearly fucking died. Don't do it. It's not worth it. I felt sick. The saliva coming out of my mouth was ridiculous. And my entire body was sweating. Don't do it. But yeah, those are my two recommendations. Watch hot ones. Don't actually eat hot sauce. Good luck with the bear. And also, get my new podcast. Bye! <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I want to start by saying I do hope he wasn't driving. That, that didn't sound too convincing. Sounded windy. It didn't sound windy. In the I hope he was just stood in a wind tunnel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes to do that, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. That's what we all know about Matt. In fact, when did we bring him on? That's what we can interview him on. <laughs> his his times in wind tunnels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, many, you, so many questions about it. How do you hear things in yeah. there? <laughs> so, have you watched any of Hot Ones? I bloody have. You know, have you? What have you seen? Um, I'm trying to think of the ones I've watched recently because there's something that just pops up on YouTube, yeah. like you know, like random suggestions. Yeah. I so, watched this morning. Go on. Not because of that. Was it Pedro Pascal's? Pedro Pascal. I knew it was going to be Pedro's. Yeah. This was recent, wasn't it? it? I've yeah. seen bits of it. I didn't watch it all. Um, he takes fucking hot sauce like a champ. There's one that he? destroys him. There's one that he doesn't like, which is apparently the one that gets small. It's like the nuclear whatever. Right. Um, but oh yeah, don't give a fuck, mate. Loves his hot sauce. Yeah. Just eating him like a champ. One of them is like, oh, you bugger. Oh, that's hot. And that's it. Nice. And so sexy and just being outstanding. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm try- oh, it's really, really annoying me with who I watched recently. I saw a female do it once. It might to, have been have someone like it. ScarJo or someone like that. I'm sure it was ScarJo that might have done one. Who? Scarlett Johansson, mate. You know, you know, like Platy Jubes and, oh, you know, like oh, and uh, stuff like that. What <laughs> just happened? Who even are you? I'm the biggest ScarJo fan ever, mate. Fucking ScarJo. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Right, it's going to really annoy me, so I'm just going to keep... I'll, I'll do the thing to you. I'm doing the thing. I'm doing the hand, the All hand right, signal. So I'm going to carry on talking. Yep. Um, who yep. would I like to see eat hot sauce? That's a great question for, mm. for you. It, I know who it was. I found him. It was Colin Farrell. I watched not Ooh. long after he did Banshees. Interesting. I wouldn't mind watching that. How does he take his hot sauce? He does it pretty well, to be fair. He does it pretty well, but he admits it's 
it's fucking hard. Do you know what I mean? He's not, he's not, he's not pretending. He's not trying to give it the big end. Yeah. Cause he's, he's Irish, isn't he? Yeah. So I don't know. Are, I, are the Irish known for being like good with heat? I, I, Cause I don't think any of their, like any of their meals that you would go for, like an Irish meal has a lot of spice in them, do they? Name three Irish meals. Um, lawn sausage. Oh, Scottish. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that is Scottish. <laughs> Shit. Uh, okay. Uh, when I went to Dublin, I... Guinness, had, Guinness, Guinness doesn't count. I had several burgers from several different burger joints. Right. That were lovely. Were they... They were in Ireland. Distinctly Irish? Yeah. An Irish meal? Something to do with stew. Irish stew. Irish I'll give you that. Stew. Tick. One. Correct answer. Two more. <laughs> Does Irish stew have hot sauce in it? No. No. Well, okay. Gravy so you won, in it. You won for one. <laughs> gravy. You've got two more to go. Oh, no. Um, but, uh, I don't know any others. Do you know any others? This is not about me. <laughs> Listen, Ginger Jedi, <laughs> you're a chef. Give us some Irish meals. Irish shit. There you go. I said burger, didn't I? You could just say Irish in front of anything <laughs> and it becomes Irish. <laughs> so we've got the Irish burger and I'm also going to go with the Irish cornflakes. <laughs> right. None of which. Irish burger has cheese on it, not spicy. Irish cornflakes, milk, not spicy. Boom. Right. So, yeah. So, well, there you go. You've proven it. Scientifically proven it that the Irish don't like sauce. So and despite this, Colin Farrell does pretty well. <laughs> Let's just talk about Scarjo again. Uh, uh, right. Okay, who would you like to see eat hot sauce? Um, you. No. Yeah, not, I no. really would, though. This I is, would. This isn't about me. I famous, would like to see that. A famous actor. You're a famous podcaster and now an actor. Oh, this is true. Yeah. And streamer, let's just remember. And streamer. Professional now. Get yeah, paid for it, it, ticking paid all for now, the bro. boxes, all the demographics. I think I would like to see Florence Pugh do it. Really? I feel like she's been on it. Maybe. Do you know why? Why? Because she's fit. That's it. Yeah, she is. I'd like to see her sweat. I get that. <laughs> I was hoping for more of a drawn out silence then, just to make it extra weird. <laughs> Doesn't need to be any more weird. <laughs> you weren't supposed to agree with me. <laughs> Go on then. Oh, sorry. I'm still, wait, I'm still waiting for yours. Um, You're just looking at the um, ceiling. Let, oh, who would I like to see eat hot, spicy food? Well, that's someone like Jason Statham. Someone who acts like they're hard as nails, but just to yeah, see if they're maybe, a... maybe. maybe. Just, just a to, bit of a... Just giving it a big one. Yeah, yeah, maybe. What about our boy Stephen Graham? He'd smash it, mate. Just because I love Stephen Graham. You, he looks like the type of guy that has a vindaloo on a weekend with four pints of Stella just for breakfast. Yeah, true. He? Yeah. He's yeah, a babe, it's, but that, you know he'd smash for it. Very true. Michael Bean... Next. Okay. D done. I love Michael there Bean. There you go. <laughs> let's, let's move on with the podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what's, what's not, I, I don't know. I don't know where to go with Michael <laughs> Bean. <laughs> Michael Bean's always going to come up now. Right. So what we need is Florence Pugh and Michael Bean eating hot sauce together. What a combo that would be. And it would be the greatest day of our lives. Yeah. It is, a good, it is entertaining though. Because obviously, yes. you know... There's lots of like gimmicky interviews now on oh, on YouTube. Absolutely. Like I've, all the different sites do them. So I've seen like 
quite a few where it's like, I don't know, it's like the Google one where it's like your most Googled answers. So it's like the autocorrect ones. So it would be like, does Nicolas Cage? And then it's whatever it auto fills. Oh, yeah, so yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, peel yeah. it off. It's like, does Nicolas Cage like batteries? And he'd be like, well, yeah, obviously. And yeah, like, yeah. like, does Nicolas Cage have a dog? Like, yeah, I've got three dogs. Do you know that one? Yeah. I've seen quite a lot. Or the one where they have to interview with puppies. That's another one oh, that they I've do a lot that. where they have lots of little puppies from a rescue center come. I mean, I'd love to do that one. That'd be amazing. They always get very distracted for some reason. Yeah, that is mm, weird. Not great for the, for finding out information. Kind of like listening to this podcast since you've met Michael Bean, isn't it? Just distracted constantly. Mm. All you do is look off into the sunset these days. You never look, you don't have curtains. <laughs> you're never looking straight. You're just looking off into the sunset. I'm always thinking. And thinking about Michael Bean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of some others because I really like the one where they basically just give a load of celebrities the worst insult tweets that's been written about them. Oh, yeah. That's them a good one. are always brilliant. Yeah. Because yeah. some of them I really dislike. And although I'm not a keyboard warrior and wouldn't go to Twitter to slag someone off, I do it on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm like, they make a point. Mm. You can't be angry because they make a point. You're a dickhead. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, in fact, I need to tell you a story. Go on. I'm listening. This morning, mm-hmm. and again, this goes back to, believe it or not, I stream now. Um, so I put in my little community this morning. A good morning to everyone, to all the people. Good morning, everyone. Hope you have a good day. I can't think of anything worse than going into work this morning. And one of them replied, how about meeting Julie Benz? Wow. <laughs> I was like, they're yes! listening. That, that was the best comeback I've ever heard. Unbelievable. <laughs> Fantastic. Like, yeah, just just set me up for the day that did. You know, when you just get a nice yeah, little callback joke. I was like, nice quality, one, well played, well done. <laughs> big kudos to that. Big kudos. Big and kudos. I like, you know, I think it's important. It's a, it's it's a like public um, service we're doing by getting the word out that Julie Benz was horrible to Kyle. And do you know what? It's working. Yeah, because this person doesn't even know us. We've never met this person, and he now knows not to meet Julie Benz. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and you know what? Karma, that, isn't it? Karma, Julie Benz, for being nasty to our friend Kyle. Only we can be nasty to our friend Kyle. Yeah. He's our friend. Julie. Julie Benz, you bitch. I hope she listens to this. Can you imagine? <laughs> Could you? Just we just get tweeted one day. Would you get her on? Would you get on the show? Oh, good. that is a good question. If she messed it and went, right, I want to fucking... Set the record straight. I want a word with you two. Yeah. I'll come down to your house. Yeah. yeah I won't cook a meal like I cooked you. you well, know? would you not? Just, no. I just store, bought frozen pizza. I, I'd probably do like the fish burgers that we had the other day. They weren't really fish burgers. Yeah, they were just battered fish. Yeah, with a slice of plastic cheese on top. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what she had. And I wouldn't even... And you know what? I'd get them really nice jalapeno poppers I always buy you and me. And we'll have them. You know what? You get six in a pack. We have three each. She'd have fuck all. Yeah, she just have the shit fish burger. Yeah, well, and we'll we'll hide the gummy bear in there. Oh yes, and then we can do hot ones. Yeah, that's it. Because she's still we're our own hot ones. She might be a bitch, but she's still quite hot, and she'd be eating a hot thing. Double entendre. Yeah, and then she'd be like, "Listen, you two, slagging me off just as the heat comes in, and she'll- then she'll burst into flames." <laughs> And then she'll disintegrate like a vampire, like she does on that show she's in. <laughs> that we won't watch anymore because she's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> we'll skip your episodes. <laughs> does that happen in real life? Yeah. Is this why I won't eat that gummy bear? Because I don't want to disintegrate. I've got so much to do. I'm a really busy man. You are, aren't you? I, I need to go buy a new tie. 
Oh, yeah, you've been on about that since last week. Still not got around to it. Right, should we end this episode with a top five? Let's do it. Where's the jingle? Because every now and then, you and me get together and we're like, have we got anything for the episode? Do you want to chuck anything in? We go, oh, let's do a top five. And we keep writing them and then not putting them in the episode because we talk a load of shit. It's always good to have stuff in the the bank. It is. So I've actually got a list of quite a few top fives that we're going to pull out. But this one was a random pull that I really like. It was random. It was a good one. So this week, we have gone for... Top five robots. We we have, yeah. We, we have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that discussion. I think the caveat we went with was you can't have, like, Kit. Although he's a robot, he's a car, and he would have fit in the vehicles. So we're going Cyborg, Android. Yeah. I mean, standard robot. Standard robot. So that looks like a robot. Yeah. Um, um, are we going, we going all pop culture or just film TV? I've gone just film. Okay, and well, I... I'm happy to. I, I I wasn't discrediting TV. I mean, technically, mine are all film, but one of them is way better in the TV show, not the film. Oh yeah, it's fine. So okay, so film and TV we're going for then. Yeah. Um, I said to you before this, I think four out of five might be the same. Interesting for the two of us. I do. Interesting because we have spoke many a times about different types of robots. Yeah. And every time we normally come to like one of the best, we decide it's one of the best. So we'll see. I yeah. want you to go first. Okay. I'm going to pick probably an obvious one. Mm-hmm. A very obvious one. Mm-hmm. The T-800. The T-800. The T-800. Yeah. Interesting. The T-800. I went for the T-1000. I've also got the T-1000. Oh, fuck's sake. Did you put them both in? Yeah. Oh, okay. For that's different fine. reasons. Okay. Well, talk me through them both then. Because I feel like they complement each other. They do complement each other perfectly, yeah. So the T-800, obviously the first Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, for everyone else, Uh huh. is terrifying. Terminator oh, God, 1, yeah. he is huge. Obviously, Arnie is... Especially back then, in like this was like what is like second film. I think he third film maybe done like after Conan. So he's still not far off of his bodybuilding days. Oh yeah, he yeah, yeah. is massive. He is larger than life. He's unbelievable. So just to look at him is imposing. He's terrifying. So then when you put in that, make him that sort of robot with those those those. What's the word I'm looking for? Like his body language, do you know what I mean? The way he moves, mm-hmm. the way he's like, he's just cold. He just, he's very emotionless, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he's course. just literally scanning around. And you're just thinking, if he was after me, I just, you just, you'd never stop it. You can't f- run far enough. No, exactly. <clears throat> he's unstoppable. And that's just in his human form, let alone as the film goes on and they start chipping away at him and like exposing bits. It gets even more terrifying. Oh, it like when, was when his eyes up. like hanging out and like the I know it looks a bit dated now some of those bits but like with the makeup where he's like all his skin's coming when away and he's, and he's a it, skeleton though. underneath yeah and the fact that it's <clears throat> relentless it is a he's a machine with a single purpose and it's to kill you that mm. is fucking terrifying oh yeah 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 um, and it's not like you could shoot him in the head and he'd be done with yeah it's, it was just unstoppable yeah. like how would you ever stop this and what I like about Terminator 1 is um, it's just, it's going to sound 
bizarre because obviously it's not realistic at all, but it feels believable in the sense that, you know, they're just on the run. They're just like, Sarah's just a normal person. Okay. Cowrie's a soldier from the future, but he's plonked in the real world. You know, he managed to grab a, <coughs> shot, a shotgun that he steals from a police, police car. Yeah. But it's not like he's running around with like, like if me and you were suddenly getting chased by a Terminator, what are we going to do? We're going to throw like smash it around the head with this guitar or like yeah, a, a yeah. table. Like what are we going to do? We're not just going to pick up like a rocket launcher from like the supermarket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's like, how would you ever stop him? And then even, yeah, when he like blows up and then gets turned into the actual, just the skeleton underneath, and he's crawling after him. It's just cinematic history. Couldn't and then obviously, more, yeah genius from James Cameron for T2 to flip it and have him be the good guy and have him be the protector. So suddenly, not only is he one of the most iconic bad guys of all time, he's one of the most iconic good guys of all time. You see, growing up, I only knew him as... So I never watched Terminator 1. I Uh, watched that after 2. I did. So I, when I first saw him as a bad guy in Terminator, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Because I knew him from T2. Yeah, yeah. So it was all very, all very strange for me. So it's quite weird saying we now know him as a good guy. I knew that's what he was to me. Yeah, yeah. And I totally get that. I think that's what he was when like, a lot of toys come out around that time when I was a kid of all the T2 toys and he was the protector. Yeah. Um, So, and obviously you get that emotional connection with him. You know, you've suddenly yeah. gone from, oh my God, like, let's get away. I can't, if he ever turned up, I'd be terrified to, I want my own Terminator. Quick, I, want, I want my own T-800 to protect me. Quick, to, hide in his jacket. Yeah, and like, <laughs> to do whatever I want. Just like, <laughs> grab, grab that guy. or like, yeah. just rip his head off, please. Yeah, you know, so that's really cool. I'm, and then the latest series, like, obviously from three onwards, he got became a bit gimmicky and a bit PG. But let's not talk about him there. But we don't need to, because one and two, unreal. Yeah. Which leads us nicely onto the T-1000, I yeah. think. Go to the T-1000. You man. talk about the T-1000 then. I've just been talking about the 800. I went <clears throat> I went T-1000 over the 800, I think solely just because he was the upgrade. Oh, yeah. As much as I love Arnie's Terminator, I was terrified as a kid of the thought of Robert Patrick being able to squeeze through bars, yeah. turn to molten metal. Yeah. He gets shot and the fucking bullet puts a massive hole in him, which sucks back to yeah. oh. his normal face. It was fucking terrifying that he can turn his arm into like a massive Mass- knife. Oh, I know. Thing. It was, again, what you're saying is you are never getting away from the T-800. That was amplified so much more with the T-1000. And I totally, totally agree. The T-1000... Arguably, you could make a good argument for the one of, if not the greatest villain of all time. I'm with you. I am with you. Terrifying, incredible. I suppose at, at the time as well, from a film perspective, it was technologically incredible. Such an advancement, I think. What year was T2? 91, I think. Wow. Okay. So, And I, I'm pretty sure Robert Patrick was, here's a little fact for you, Robert Patrick was the first ever actor to do motion capture really yeah for like cgi interesting for those shots where he's still yeah he's all in, all in this molten silver form that's insane that's so yeah. cool um but yeah and i think what's great is the fact that to look at him put him up against arnie 
you should think, oh, it's no contest. Because no contest he's, at all. He's h- half a, the size of a him. Very average looking male. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't matter. He makes Arnie look like. It's, I think it's his facial expressions more than anything. So weird. I was just about to say that. You've gone from this terrifying, emotionless T800, whereas the T1000 was quite fucking sinister. He was. All of a sudden, he had, he could smile. He, he had, had a little, he had the smirk. He had, he had, had a little the, bit of a twinkle in his eye. Or something where it's just like, yeah, he's got character. Even he though he's a robot, he is a sadistic robot. He will take pleasure in killing you. Which even as a kid, sort of watching it, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> even as a kid watching it, I was well aware of that. Yeah. Because Arnie's not. Arnie is sort of emotionless and he's there to do his job and whatever. Whereas... I knew he shouldn't be enjoying what he's doing. Yeah. And he is. And I oh, yeah. And I didn't like that. And I think, yeah, I totally agree. And the, the deaths that we see him do are just cold and savage. Yep. Like the night, that what, that scene where he's on the phone, John's on the phone to his foster mum and the guy, the, the foster dad's like shouting at the dog and we just see her look and off screen, she just stre- stretches her arm out, dunk. And then it cuts at the end and it just pans across to the blade through his mouth as yep. he's drinking the milk. And that was haunting. It's a haunting image. Yeah, yeah. And there's another one later on where the security guard at the mental hospital that Sarah's at, and he just is he just extends his finger on that one to the he little does, point and it goes he? straight through his eye. And he's just there like, oh, I, I, oh it's horrendous. And when you think that is re- that's a really scary thought, all of a sudden we ain't using big weaponry. Yeah. He gets his little thing. He gets his little pointer out. Yeah. And just little boop, like you boop someone on the nose yeah. and you get a boop. fucking spike in your eyeball and you're dead. Ugh. And he's looking that. like you because I always thought like, oh, well, you know, in horror films, it's sometimes it's like, oh, it's ridiculous. You wouldn't act like that. But like the security guard turns around and there's a lifelike copy of him there. Yes. You would just be like, what the fuck's going on? Before you can react, bang, dead finger through the face. <laughs> And you know what? I think if anyone was going to do that to me, it'd be me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, my I own worst enemy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A fucking carbon copy of me, but we're metalling it. Yeah. Bastard. He sounds like a twat, doesn't he? Scary, though. He is scary. Yeah, no, great choice. Surprised you went for two. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm actually not surprised you went for two at all, but I thought, knowing how you've done top fives in the past... I, I like th- to have a variety sometimes, yeah. I yeah. thought you would have had an internal battle with that one, but you know what? You're 100% right. I, I love them both for different reasons, and mm. they're both iconic in their own way. And like like you said, you've got one that's incredible. How do you beat that? You get the upgrade. Yeah, you upgrade it. Not in looks, in pure power. Power. <sighs> Terrifying. Right, I will go for my next save. That's two for you. Yeah. I'll do my second then. I don't think you'll agree on this one. This was one that I thought you'd disagree on. I went with Optimus Prime. Okay. And I think the problem with Transformers is everyone immediately goes to the Michael Bay films. Mm. And you know what? In the Michael Bay films, I actually remember Transformers 1 coming out and actually really enjoying it. You know, because we were still quite young at the time, um, young enough to enjoy that that type of action film. But I'm talking the fucking... The Transformers we grew up with. Yeah. Because I know you didn't watch the Uh, the cartoons and stuff, did you? I was never into Transformers at all. No, so I loved the cartoon. Loved that first cartoon film where, rest in peace. Oh, God, it's heartbreaking. Mm. He is the leader we need. Right, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he is here to protect 
from fucking, I can't remember what they're called now, the uh, Megatron's army. Gorgonites. Gorgon. Is it? No. <laughs> I can't Gorgonites. I'm like, is it? No. I, you know why? For a minute, I was like, I've heard that word recently. That's because we've spoke about that film so much recently. We on have, this yeah. Um, I can't remember what they're fucking called now. It's really going to annoy me. Cybertron. Yeah, that's where they're from, isn't it? Oh, fucking that's gonna really annoy me. Anyway, he is the leader that we all fucking need. He's right. the boy. He's the guy that they all go to. Any problems, who's gonna fix it? Yeah. Cause you've 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 got plenty of robots there. You've got plenty of badass robots there as well. Yeah. That potentially could all do the same as Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. Yes, he's hard as fuck. But his morals are right. His leadership is on point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes you need that. You don't want the leader to just be better because he's harder. Yeah. You need him to be a leader. That's it. And that's what I respect most about Optimus Prime. Well, I, like I, think, I, th- I think he's a boy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And still, and still to this day, even in the Michael Bay ship fuck films, he's still that leader. Yeah. You know, so Optimus Prime, j- just just a little shout. It'd be bottom of my top five, I'd be honest. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was more of a child of things to me. I do think he was ruined a little bit with the films. Mm, that's a shame. But um, yeah, that's a child of one for me. Nice. Like so that. Let's have your third. I'm going to go for another big franchise. Mm-hmm. And I'm going for the Alien franchise. Interesting. And I'm going for Alien, the original. Mm-hmm. And I'm going for Ash. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? No. Have you not seen Alien? Yeah, I've seen Alien. I can't think Ash, though. Ash. So I assumed you'd go Bishop. No, you'd think I, that. Because I went Bishop. Did you? <laughs> I, did, I thought yeah. you might go Bishop. So I've gone Ash. Keep talking. I'm just going to go. So Ash is... Oh, he's <laughs> doing the signal. I'm doing the signal. I'm just going to have a look. Because as soon as I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. He's Ian, Ho- Ian Home plays him. So Ash is... Actually, oh, uh, actually yeah, an yeah, android. Yeah, sorry, yeah. But you don't know that. And I think that's the beauty of him. He's sent in to be like the spy within the ship. You know, he's actually there for the company and he's got his own agenda. And you don't know this. You just think he, because he looks human. And he is terrifying because Ian Home plays him so well. He starts off as this quite like awkward, almost scientist. And you're a bit like, he's not very likable. He's not very warm. He's a bit calculated. Um, But you'd never guess that he was an android. And then it's not until later on when shit hits the fan in on the ship that he has his own agenda. Like, we've got to protect this alien. We've got to get back. We've got to quarantine it. Whereas the rest of the crew, like, fuck that. We need to kill it. Let's kill get it. out of here. Get rid of it. And then he turns on the crew. And when he, that scene where he tries to kill Ripley, tries to like kill her by like shoving a newspaper down her throat and everyone's trying to stop him, but he's super strong. It's just, it's terrifying. Mm. And that's iconic, you know, when like, Obviously, the smashes to pieces, but then like all the like the milky blood comes out. That is a disgusting scene. Yeah, it is. It's terrible. You know, what? it's scary. Yeah, and it is. It's literally just like milk. Yeah, just and milk everywhere. But it's grim and it it looks painful. I, I know. And then the bit where they bring him back to life, but his head's been knocked off. So they rewire him. It's just his head on the table, and he's just covered in that milk, and he's just spitting it all out constantly. Um, and even there, even there, he's just. Just talk. He's. Oh, it's just done so well for such an old film, like nineteen seventy nine or something. It is so good. Like I think it's just it's iconic. Um, yeah. And I think it's a shock factor for him because you don't know that, and I love that. And it's not until then you 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 could go back and rewatch that film and probably pick up on little nuances and things. And you think actually, you rewatch it with a whole new perspective, thinking he's a 
fucking robot, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This whole time, we never, ever knew. So I love that. And I, I love, like, the twist of it. So I think as a character, fantastic. Interesting. Uh, you know what? Now, now you said that, I see why you went Ash over Bishop. Yeah, and that's why I went like, Ash over <clears throat> Bishop. So for me, Bishop, because you know what he is. Yeah. You know what he is in the beginning. He's not trusted because of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a way, weirdly, you kind of feel like Ash, uh, Ash, sorry, Bishop is trying to prove something when he's not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. None of them trust him and they're real vile to him. And Well, Ripley is, certainly. Well, yeah, Ripley. Um, but you kind of, you feel like he's trying to prove it, but there's nothing to suggest that he kind of is, if yeah. you get what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's just doing what he's doing. You it's just don't job. trust him because of Ash in exactly. one. Yeah. And that's, again, I think the genius of James Cameron for writing this film and the way he gets the characters is because for the whole film, it's the it's the it's the total opposite of one. So in yeah. Alien One, you have no idea that this character is an android. He gets revealed at the end and he turns evil and tries to kill everyone. Bishop, it's told right at the start, you're yep. an android. Yep. And then so then for the rest of the film, you are waiting to t- for him to turn evil, but he never does. He, never he is does. just a good guy you, that's you do nothing but love him more and more scene by scene everything he can to help the crew and i love that because even then you still just don't quite trust him yeah you're right you're right because you're like you, well you're kind of expecting cameron to just fuck us over aren't you? yeah you're like yeah we know what you're gonna do but he doesn't he doesn't play onto any of those tropes or anything he, that's why I, like ridley scott and james cameron both great at writing characters or, oh, or if they're not right at directing them and in their films but I love that. And they bounce off each other so, so well. Yeah. Um, I could have happily had Bishop in my list, but I thought I'd go for the original this time. I and went again, for... another terrifying death. Oh, God, yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. There's oh. still something about, I can see any of them crew members get decapitated and be like, okay. Yeah. See them fuckers go, because it's not normal. It's not natural. The, yeah. The colours that come out of them shouldn't come out of them. Yeah. You know, the fact that they're robots, the faces move in a different way. Yeah. It, it's it's scary, man. It is scary. Yeah. So, t- again, two fucking great franchises there. Yeah. Terminator and um, Alien. Alien, Aliens. Yeah. Two great ones. Cool. Uh, go again, then. Okay, I'm going to change. Oh, changing up last minute. Changing up. I like it when you do this. Mixing it up. I'm going for a totally, totally different. I'm going for Wally. Yeah, I got him. Yeah, I thought you might. Of course I got Wally. Oh, what a character. All he wants to do is hold a hand. I know, he's, he's so it, cute. He's the robot version of me. All, yeah. I want, all I want to do is clean and hold hands. Yeah, and I love the fact that he's there. He's trying to help the environment by cleaning up the mess. And he's just like the only one still going and... What they do with Wally that's so amazing is they get so such emotion from a robot. He doesn't say he doesn't say anything. Anything. His eyes just drop. It's like his yeah. little eye things and just, just go yeah. down a bit, and you're like, oh, yeah. Wally. Oh, he's incredible. I love his character. His determination. Yeah. He's, he's just a good guy. He's he just is kind. A he's, through and through. he's a Disney character yeah. through and through, and it's beautiful, and it's a lovely film. It's heartwarming, and he's the heart and soul of that. Yeah. Um, I don't need to say anything more, I don't think, about Wally. Absolutely. Like I say, for me, the reason I picked him is gen- a joke. I relate to him. Yeah. He gets up, he just stays happy about normal day-to-day bullshit. Like, yeah. You know. Don't need anything more. Don't really need anything more. Cracks on. 
just wants love. That's all yeah, he wants. He does. And also, not only that, we both have an incredibly nasty shitbag of a friend called Eve. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Who we love dearly. <laughs> Brutal. I love her. I love her so so much. In fact, <laughs> years ago, I um, I bought my little and the novelization of uh, Wally. Oh right, and yeah. I was reading it to her, and it was like Eve is mean. So I photoshopped Eve's face onto it and sent it to her. <laughs> and it was just like, I feel this book so much. <laughs> I love you, but why would you love me? Be my friend. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, Wally, absolute winner. Uh, so how many have I got left? I've. I think we've both got one left. Only got one left. Yeah. And of course, of course, it is the MVP of robots, the MVP of his whole fucking franchise, R2-D2. I know you're going to go R2-D2. He is the MVP of Star Wars. Nothing would happen without that guy. Nothing. He is fantastic, yeah. All. yeah. Everybody yeah. would be fucked. Oh, but yeah. All he is is little bleep bloppy fucking trash can that's just like, yeah, whatever, it's R2-D2. No, watch it. Watch the storyline. Yeah. We'll be screwed without him. We oh, need absolutely. him. We get to where we get because that boy is there bossing life. Doesn't ever get thanked. No. Ever. He just cracks on, does his shit. And also, I like the fact that he just zaps people. It would piss him off. Yeah. He can't really yeah. do much. He can't go out there and shoot and lightsaber people, but he can zap him with his little he finger. It's kind of like the T-1000 just smells hard. <laughs> <laughs> but he does do the boop. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, R2-D2, absolutely iconic. He's not on my list, but he could well be. Um, yeah. Everyone knows who R2-D2 is. He's like this little cheeky chap. And again, and what I love about the way George Lucas creates him is he's got such character. You know, he doesn't, again, he just does little beeps and boops, but you know exactly how he's feeling based on these little beeps and boops. And they've got little emotions and... Yeah, he's just a loyal friend, isn't he? That's there. Of course, he is for it everyone. Doesn't matter where he is, whether he's because he's normally in the like the belly of the fucking fight. Yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. He's in the middle, like doing doing the fucking spy shit. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Whether he's doing that or whether they're just back home drinking blue milk, he's your best friend in space. He's one with his head out the fucking uh, yeah, I know spaceship. But I love it. Well, he's like Wally. He's got a massive range of emotions, and despite him and like Wally they don't look humanoid like a lot of the other ones that we've picked. So it, They are just robots. Th- they are just robots, but they you get such attached to them. Like, you get so attached to them, and I think a lot of that is because of their emotions and their yeah. I agree. characters. Yeah, great okay. pick. So interesting, you're number five. So we got... Three I've, got one the... more. I've got one more. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, right, we yeah. got two the same then, didn't we? The T-1000 and Wally were the two that we matched. I said yeah. four out of five, so... Yeah. Okay, Fez, but then not yeah, not far off with Bishop. Interesting, no, yeah. Right, let's, um, let's see. My last then. one, bit more like my original ones. Another sort of androidy, synthetic type person that you think is human, and I've mentioned him. I think on episode one. Interesting. I've gone for Roy Batty. Roy Batty from Blade Runner. Correct. Yes, yes. Rutger Hauer. Yes. What a character completely forgot about Blade Runner. Yeah. When I was thinking about what would have the same, of course you're going to have fucking... Yeah, he's the replicants. Body. So yeah. he's a replicant. So he is... So the replicants are created to basically do the jobs that humanity don't want to do. So soldiers or labourers or... They're basically human slaves um, in the future. And, you know, if they escape and get back to Earth, then Blade Runners have to hunt them down and kill them. 
And Roy Batty is so charismatic. Rutger Hauer is fantastic. This is one of my favorite characters of all time. Again, he's another one where he has, he is terrifying. Mm -hmm. He is absolutely, he's on a single purpose because they have a built in fail safe where they've only got like a five year lifespan. After that, they'll die because obviously they can't, they're too dangerous to be left to allowed longer. Yeah. Yeah. So he comes back, tries and wants to find his maker, the, the, the Terrell corporation. And he wants to live longer because he's lived an incredible life and he's got now got these emotions and these feelings and he's, he's starting to feel human and he wants to live longer. Like, which is such a human, like a trait of humanity. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I love that. The fact that he's not a simplistic, I'm a robot with a single purpose. He's not like the T-800 or the T-1000. He is the opposite of that. He's thinking for himself. He wants to do better. He wants to live more. Don't get me wrong, he's a sadistic killer and will do whatever it takes to get what he wants. But he's got a group of people that are around him that he loves in his own way, that are his own little family of ro- like replicants. And it's just, he's, he is a scene stealer for yeah. me. I just want to watch him more and more. Um, obviously, the, the bit where he kills Terrell and puts his thumbs in his eyes is always a gruesome death but <laughs> for anyone, but that oh, yeah. one in particular is horrific. And then the whole chase sequence with Harrison Ford at the end, as a kid watching that, it was scary. That's all on the rooftops. Isn't all on the rooftops, yeah, yeah, yeah and like yeah. through the abandoned buildings That's and it. stuff. And he's like topless. He's just in like these shorts in the pouring rain. But that scene is one of my favorite scenes of all time at the end where he's sat on the rooftop and he's dying. He's with, sits and saves Harrison Ford, like save Deckard. And he's just sit there and he just does his like little soliloquy, his little speech at the end about how, you know, he he just reels off some memories of his life and just says, oh, all these moments will be lost in time, like tears in the rain in the, and it's in the pouring rain, like the dove flies off. It's beautiful <laughs> shot. And he's just there with piercing blue eyes and his bleached white hair. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. It's just some of the best cinema, cinema of all time for me. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Yeah. It's, again, that's one of those films that I watched once for the old podcast. And yeah. I loved it. I, I was talking about this the other day and I said, I've only seen the new one. And then I was like, no, I haven't. I haven't seen the new one. It's the original one I, I watched yeah. when we spoke about him. Um, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why I haven't watched it more because I did love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. You should definitely go back and rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely do that. And it, I would say to pay a particular focus to Rutger Hauer's Roy Batty. But I don't have to say that because he will steal the scenes that he's you in. He will anyway. He yeah. is just, he's scary. It's just his eyes. He's got one of them that like, I think if you were in his presence and he was looking at you like that, you would shit, shit your yourself. Pants. And he'd another one that can just do it with a look. Yeah. Um, and he just feels a bit unhinged as a character. So, yeah. Which, yeah, very weird. The bad guy you kind of agree with. You're kind of rooting for him yeah. in a way because, yeah, well, yeah, like you've had a shit life and you've been made to just go fight in loads of horrific wars and now you want and to like, live a bit longer and you're going to die. Later, yeah. And he's coming to the end of his life and he just wants to live longer. Yeah. Yeah. I love a bad guy you agree with. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, great. I've got a lot of bad guys in my list. Uh, I've got yeah, four yeah, of my yeah, five yeah. of bad guys. You bugger. You love a you love a bad guy. I don't know. You? Robots make great bad guys. They do make great bad guys. Yeah. Um interestingly well, I've got two 
two James Cameron robots mm-hmm. and two Ridley Scott robots. You have. Yeah. Surprising. I don't think people would uh, see you enjoying them. No, no. Bit off the cuff. A bit, you, you, a bit, a bit random. For, yeah, sorry, yeah. A bit random for me. 31 episodes sort of expressing your love. No. I got Wally in there, though. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but again, you've spent a few episodes expressing your love for Wally as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Down to that beautiful uh, little Wally you've got in your house. Yeah, we have. I love it. Yeah. I want to sleep with him. I want to take him to bed and cuddle him. Why not? He can do that next time. Yes. Right, well, that is all we have time for, ladies and gentlemen. So a massive thank you for listening. And as always, if you can like, share, add to your story, write us a review, give us five stars on Spotify. All of that stuff does help. Um, It's really nice. We're getting more listeners these days. We are expanding out a little bit. So what I would like to put out there is we're sort of turning up a lot at the minute and just speaking off the cuff and just talking is because that's what people told us they like. They like it when we just get together and just chat shit. So we've not planned. We don't plan a lot these days, do we? No, we don't have really themed episodes anymore. We no. have our little segments that we'll try and incorporate, but the themed ones just take a little bit more prep time, don't they? Which they, we're they pre- we're prepared to do. Yeah. We just we just like some ideas, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what I want to put out to everyone. Please, please, please get in contact with us. And I know we, we have our a beautiful band of few that, that constantly like, share, comment, get involved with everything we do. Let us know what you want to hear. Give, yeah. give us some ideas of what you, what you guys want to hear. We've got an idea for a Jared Leto episode coming up. Mm. Um and, you know, obviously we can go down that road of, I mean, we will do a Harrison Ford episode at some point, as we were just talking about Blade Runner there. There's lots and lots of things we can do, but we want to hear what you guys want to do. And yep. as much as I love turning up, you know, on a on a week, and we've not really got much planned because we just chat shit, and that's when we have the most fun. We want to do what you guys want to hear. So to get in contact, let us know what you want us to do, and we'll do it for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Ryan, sign us out with uh, with some words of love. Words of love. Um, love is a tricky mistress. Peace.